Welcome to the Sex, Money, and Real Estate Podcast, the show for real estate couples about how to close more deals in the bedroom. My name is Bill Jamison. And I'm Nancy Jamison. And each week we deep dive into juicy, intentional, sexy conversations, sharing with you what it takes to create balance in your intimate relationships and your real estate business. Thank you so much for being here. Shall we begin? What's clicking, chicken? Hey, baby. Beat you to the punch. <laughs> What's clicking, chicken? What's clicking, chicken? What's happening, hot stuff? <laughs> I don't have another one after that. Okay. Not now. Not in this moment. <laughs> uh, what's happening? We are um, we are working on this flip. It is getting close to being done. Yes, that is true. And we referenced this flip in another episode, so yeah. go check it out. Yeah, that's true. And how to uh, how to do a flip without flipping out? Right. <laughs> and in case you're wondering, I'm Bill Jamison. Yes, and I am Nancy Jamison. And this Woo-hoo. is Sex, Money, and Real Estate Podcast. Yes, it is. So we appreciate you guys being here. This is the show that gives realtors like you and me uh-huh. permission to believe the successful balance of their intimate relationship and their business is not only possible it's the jam it is the jam and the jam on that bread is all about what baby it begins with you it's all about the sweetness like we bring the sweetness to the bread bread bringing the money Mm -hmm. you know two pieces of bread together not much of a sandwich not much of a sandwich i mean it's great and all it's it's great to have bread yeah great to have bread however having luscious delicious velvety homemade organic Jam, whatever your flavor, <laughs> meaning yes. joy, abundance, and maturity, adding that jam to the bread equals one extraordinarily foodgasmic sandwich. Yeah. And that jam being that uh, the jam is joy and abundance and maturity in all of your relationships. Mm-hmm. And right? you know that relationship begins with you and the relationship begins with me. So- Sweet. If you're all about that and learning more about how to create jam on your bread, starting with yourself, then again, you're in the right place. So we appreciate you very much for being here. Absolutely. This is where we share our stories, the story of us, our experiences, our resources, our tools, our accountability programs, our coaching programs for you and and all, you know, mega agents, individual and couples alike to increase their emotional financial peace. So again, thanks for being here. Awesome. So a little housekeeping. If you are in your car driving, but yet happen to be, you know, stopped or in a parking lot or a, um, at a stoplight where sitting outside of a listing appointment, sitting outside of a listing appointment <laughs> because you're early. Yes. Because you're early and you have a couple minutes extra minutes to prepare. Uh, go to iTunes, please. And uh, leave us a five star review, mm. you know, and then the other, the other action item, uh, in the, in this moment is to uh, share our podcast with a realtor or a mortgage person or, you know, any other couple that uh, would benefit from listening to the podcast or may benefit from our coaching. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be a couple. Actually, a lot of our coaching clients actually are singles, mm-hmm. you know, and they just believe in what the possibility is, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, Developing that nourishing relationship with self first mm-hmm. so that they can bring all that jam to the couple bread. Yes, to the couple <laughs> bread. <laughs> Nice. Ah, that's, that's great. Awesome. So we start off. So if, yeah, well, and if you want to reach out to us, then you can DM us at Instagram or reach out to us at Gmail mm-hmm. at Sex Money Real Estate. 
That's mm-hmm. it. Awesome. I always feel like I'm missing a little something when I say that. Sex money. Like I need a verb. That is a verb. <laughs> it is a verb. Sex, money, real estate. That All of those verb. are verbs. That's funny. I mean, it's doing sex, doing money, and doing real estate. Heard. Well, cool. maybe it's being, but it's being sex, being money, and being real estate. Got it. It's about the state of being. Got be, it. Be, do, have. That's the principle. It's not do, be, have. Hmm. That's your nugget for today. Oh my gosh, my mind is blown. <laughs> Poof. Okay, so we start every uh, episode off with magic. That is that uh, we define magic as your ability to influence uh, ourselves, others, and life in an empowering way. Mm-hmm. And I'm real curious, Nancy. Real curious. What your magic is for this afternoon? This episode today? <laughs> what is my magic this afternoon? What is your magic? Oh my gosh. So check this out. Okay. It's not quite magic yet. It'll probably be more magic. <laughs> in theory, this will really be magic on the other side of things. But I'm actually getting a hernia worked on tomorrow, mm. operated on. I'm having a procedure. Mm-hmm. And uh, the magic is the surrender in actually doing it. So yes. I've been, I've been uh, hanging out with this, uh, this friend of mine for a while, Mr. Hernia. And, uh, you know, it doesn't like bother me tremendously, but it bothers me enough, you know, when I do certain exercises or sometimes in lovemaking that, uh, that I'm just ready to be complete with Mr. Hernia and send him on his way. So, uh, I am, uh, I found, uh, through an amazing referral source, a great guy that works on these all the time and he's going to have me in and out in just a couple of hours. And, uh, I am super excited to, uh, to hang out and watch, uh, watch some shows and relax for a couple of days as I heal and, uh, and again, say goodbye to this hernia. Mm-hmm. So that is my, it's magic and pre-magic all at the same time. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, again, the surrender that goes with it, you know, to, to actually find the guy to do it, to surrender to the process of having it done. And how about surrendering to like, okay, here's, here's, here's my life for you, Mr. Surgeon to, you know, and again, this is not like, I know it's not heart surgery or brain surgery or whatever, but yet it's still, you know, I'm, I'm anesthesia going under for an hour and a half and, mm-hmm. or an hour. And yeah, you're going to be intubated. That, I mean, I, that mm-hmm. for me, that feels like surrender. Mm-hmm. Well, absolutely. I mean, when was the last time you had surgery? I went out at night. Actually, it's funny. You should ask. Okay. 1985 when I had my appendix oh, out. When your appendix. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. So it's been a minute. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're so healthy. I know the doctors are. I go to fill out those questionnaires, and I answer no to all their questions. Mm-hmm. They're they're like, "What is? Are okay? you lying? Yeah, right. Are you sure about that, Mister Jameson? Right, right. <laughs> so anyway, but that's my magic. Yes, that what? is beautiful. Your uh, your movie ticket is definitely full. By the way, the boys have you queued up, seeing all, watching all kinds of movies mm-hmm. this weekend. Yes, yeah, with be, them, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> they're camped out in the room and. Yes. Yeah, we're gonna watch all yeah, the movies. I met your beck and call, Daddy. It's mm-hmm. been it's been very sweet. They're we're all totally on board, ready mm-hmm. to ready to be with yes. you, your nurses and such. Yes. Mm-hmm. Awesome. How about you? You got any magic going on? Oh, oh my gosh, oh, lots oh. of magic, lots of magic, lots of magic. Yeah. So I went to the cabin uh, this past weekend with my dad and my sister Allison, and so my my father's uh, nearly seventy two. Mm. And he lives in New Jersey with um, his wife and, and, you know, my dad, my dad's whole side of the family and Elaine's whole side of the family. And he drove down from New Jersey to north of Atlanta. And my sister and I drove up from Atlanta um, and spent four days in uh, the North Georgia mountains at an Airbnb. And it was extraordinary. We hiked. 
we laughed, we cried, we we had some very robust direct dialogue. Uh, we ate delicious food, we cooked, we went out, um, we did yoga together, we slept outside together, we went star searching together, and and we had a fire. I mean, it was just, it was extraordinary. It was just so extraordinary. And so what I really appreciate, I mean, we hiked, you know, a 3,100 elevation of one mountain, and then we went down into, you know, 1,200 steps down into a gorge of another you know, so it was just the dichotomy of that. And, and again, to be, here's my dad, who's nearly 72. And it was just, he's, he's so great. And my sister's great. And it was just this beautiful experience. So as we're coming down, so if that is not enough magic, as we're coming down uh, from one of our hikes back to the car, all of a sudden, you know, the Wi-Fi kicks in. And like, I get all these text messages. And so one of the text messages was, um, uh, a client of ours who we are in conversation with, but her, her house, she did not want to list her house until this time next year. And she's like, Nope, I'm ready to go. I want to list my house and I want to list my house. And that means that my mom wants to list her house and my mom wants to buy a house. And so we were, we were aware of like, again, part of this transaction, yep. but you know, just to be able to receive that text message and it's it's a lot. I mean, it's probably going to be, you know, $1.5 million worth of sales by the time it's all said and done, mm-hmm. maybe even 175 actually. So it's, um, it's just really beautiful. It's a testament to who we are and how we cultivate relationships, how we, how we foster and, and nurture them over the course of the duration of, you know, our two decade long business. And, uh, and it's really beautiful. Yes. And so, I, what I love about that again is, is being in service and and the nurturing of those relationships. And yet it allows like our lifestyle, how we've built it and our business, how we've built it. It, it is seamless between life and personal. And that's very intentional. You know, that's, that's how Mm -hmm. we, it's the sustainability. That's the balance of it. And to be hiking and on vacation with my parents and then, or my parents, my dad and my sister, and then to receive this text message come in, it was just like, again, it's just beautiful ebb and flow of mm-hmm. PPC balance production and production capability. That's so, how we do it, baby. Yeah. It's just, it's extraordinary. Nice. Yes. Thank you. Great magic. Snap, snap, snap. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Right. So, so our podcast today yes. is about how to write. And stick to an irregular or fluctuating budget. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's that word budget. It's such a trigger word. It's such a trigger word. And yet it's one of the, it's one of like the, the very, like one of the most foundational things that you can do for not only your personal life, but your business. And so today we're going to focus on the irregular budget or fluctuating budget, depending Mm -hmm. on what you call it, because we are um, entrepreneurs and um, pretty much experts at a yeah fluctuating, experts at a fluctuating mm-hmm. budget. Yeah, absolutely. I mean to be able to to roll for two decades in a fluctuating budget um, is, I mean, you know, there, there's definitely we we've got some stripes in that yeah. for sure. And again, you know, budgeting budget, the word budget, trigger word, full of emotions, pain mm-hmm. points, stress, so much negative energy built around that, so much judgment around that. Like I get why people are so hesitating or hesitate to uh, one, look at their money, mm-hmm. write a budget, um, oh, stick so, to a budget. So confronting. 
all of it. You know, yeah. we even talked about not putting budget in the title of the podcast because it was so confronting. Yeah, and it, it may cost us downloads, mm-hmm. you know, cost us, quote unquote. Yeah. Yet, you, you know, I really, and we really feel like the people who um, really want to be intentional about their lives and what they're playing for, yeah, will see that as, uh, budget in the title as being an opportunity to, uh, to tune in and, and uh, fill their tank up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. and completely maybe recontextualize the relationship to money or the mm-hmm. relationship to to having a budget. So we actually, we did that, you know, in the beginning when we finally surrendered to the budget. Now, listen, remember, we we went through bankruptcy. We've gone in and out of credit card debt and paid it off. And like, so we've been, you know, down in the barrel of despair in the pits and we've been high on the hog too. And so when we were in the process of maturing our conversation and relationship around money, we too remove the word budget mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, doing our budget mm-hmm. and switched it to um, invoicing. Like yeah. instead of paying the bills, we're mm-hmm. like, okay, well we have, you know, we pay for a marketing invoice or lead generating invoice or a, um, like a postcard invoice. Well then why don't we just pay the invoice of the electrical bill yeah. and, the, and the internet or, or any of that stuff too. So, so definitely. So that's the first thing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you if you don't like budget, then call it something else. Right. Absolutely. And, you know, speak it out loud. Mm-hmm. Talk about it. Be about it. And not everybody's going to be receptive to it because money is, you know, again, it feels like it, like like sex or religion feels like a, a taboo. Uh, Ooh. Taboo subject. Supercharged. A, a, a supercharged to a lot of people. You know, yeah. if, uh, you know, if you speak because you're you're feeling abundant and have a bunch of it, then, you know, then you're bragging, right? And so there's judgment around that. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have any, well, guess what? There's judgment around that too. Yeah, being broke. There's no, mm-hmm. there doesn't seem to be any win around talking about money. And mm-hmm. yet at the end of the day, money is currency. It's energy. It's all around us. It moves in and out of our lives. And uh, to to not recognize uh, money for what it is, is, mm-hmm. you know, being a part of how we function and live and do things, yep. uh, is to be in denial. You know, and uh, so what we're really want to do with this this whole budget thing is kind of bring a few things to light, especially when it's fluctuating. Because uh, I mean, yeah, fixed a fixed budget can be easier, but that's not why we're all entrepreneurs to have a fixed budget. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, absolutely. So, so yeah, so we talk about we talk about budget being the financial blueprint. Yep. You know, a forecast, a money plan. Yep. A, uh, I love this one, an abundance plan. Mm-hmm. You know, and like you said, just give it a personal name. Yeah. You like know? Franklin. Franklin. Like Ben Franklin. Oh my gosh. See what I did there? Yeah. That's twice. <laughs> that's that's two money puns so far. That's punny. Mm-hmm. It is punny. But you know, regardless of what it is that you name it, I mean, you know, again, it's it's the name. So if it's going to mm-hmm. assist you in having a powerful relationship or assist you in rescripting your relationship to money, then name it something. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just a great opportunity. I mean, if you name your car, you can name your budget. Okay. Yeah, Everybody yes. names their car something. I know. I don't. I don't, I don't have a name in I don't, my car. I've never named. Yeah, I know you have named cars. I have? Yes. Oh, well, just the Z-Bunny. No. What was the and, other one? You had a Honda, I thought. What did I name the Honda? Like Titus or? No, that was my sister. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> gotcha. Anyway. So. Rename it. Yeah, rename it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So talk about uh, talk about the mindset. 
Well, I, you know, to your, to what you were saying before, just to reiterate a different way of looking at it as well is money's the tool Mm. and it's nothing more, nothing less. Just like you said, it's currency, nothing more, nothing less. If you don't use the tool, then you don't get the results of using the tool. So, you know, it's not about how much you earn. It's about what you do with the money. Mm -hmm. You know, um, at Keller Williams, one of the bold laws is money funds the perfect life. Mm -hmm. That's it. Like, it, that's it. It's nothing more, nothing less. And so now, if you have that mindset, you've got a new name for your financial plan, and now you have an, a new belief, or you're starting to assimilate and integrate the new belief around money being a tool. And so now that's your mindset. Remember, so purpose of money, and you know, again, to fund the perfect life, it's, with the plan and the strategy, how are you going to fund the perfect life? Mm-hmm. So how you do that dramatically um, increases when you move through your whole financial plan and your financial goals. And then ultimately you will be able to fund your perfect life by having that financial plan. So it, it, it just is like, just surrender to it, you know, surrender to it. Yeah, absolutely. So I would say now you have this new mindset practice or this new mindset that you're again, integrating and imbuing, ask yourself, so self, since I am in charge of proactively managing my money, how can I direct my money so that it works for me? Yes. So our answer to that, when we asked us this question, it was around uh, having the plan. So what is the plan? Like really, like what is a budget? And so having a financial plan is, is so incredibly straightforward. I mean, it really is. You have your income, you have your expenses, And you take your income, less expenses, and that equals what you have left over. Mm -hmm. And then when you have money left over at the end of the bank, excuse me, at the end of the month, then you can direct how it is that you're going to use that. If Mm -hmm. you don't have any money left over at the end of the month, well, then you need to go back and look at your expenses. (laughs) Right. Right. And, you know, and again, it's, it's, it's it's being intentional, you know, and Mm -hmm. that's, if you've listened to this podcast for the first I don't know, 86, 87 episodes or so. Something. I would I would have to say that probably one of the biggest words that comes up in all of our podcasts is intentionality. Mm-hmm. Intentional. Being intentional about what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, and being intentional is another way of saying being conscious, having a conscious conversation, having some conscious thought about what you're going to do with your money. Yes. Absolutely. So be conscious about it. Yeah. You know, because to be unconscious about it is really to be in denial. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you do have any money or when you do have any uh, leftover money at the end of the month, you know, it, it's if you don't, if you're not intentional about it, then it, it could go anywhere. Oh, yeah. You will it, spend it. And it will go everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and it, and it's it's fascinating whether whether we're coaching new agents or seasoned agents. Uh, we discuss this topic a lot mm-hmm. because we assist them in in the flow of money because again it's it's all about the relationship sex money real estate and one of the things that we talk about is having the emergency fund as mm-hmm. well and so in the beginning as you're aligning with your budget aligning with your expenses and that there is leftover money it's putting that leftover or extra money into the emergency fund to assist in holding your budget accountable. So if you have $10 left over at the end of the month, put that in your emergency fund or put that, we call it our abundance fund here in our household, the abundance fund, because we don't want to plan for an emergency. So 
again, back to intentionality. So the emergency fund, you know, we model this conversation around Dave Matthews. Dave Matthews. Oh my gosh. That was so funny. Nice. Well, we did, we did have his uh, greatest hits playing the other day. So we did. Yeah. Back to Dave Ramsey. <laughs> we we model our conversation after Dave Ramsey's seven yeah. baby steps. Yeah, financial right? peace. Yeah. yeah. Our personal financial coach also encourages us to have six to nine months of cash reserves. Yes. So, you know, because, I mean, and really that's because it could be less if you're employed, but because we're self-employed, that six to nine months is really important, mm-hmm. right? And so what he says is $500 or $1,000, like get to $500 as quick as you can, and then ultimately get to $1,000. Mm-hmm. And Dave says, um, um, you know, to have that emergency fund, but the, the, the bigger fund, the, the six to nine months of cash reserves, Dave says three to six months, mm-hmm. depending on where you are. But again, because, you know, we are self-employed, we're back to that six to nine months yep. because, you know. I'm sure you guys remember that little thing known as the pandemic. <laughs> right. <laughs> We're not talking about the Spanish flu of 1902. No, no, not at all. Like, you know, in some parts of the country, unfortunately, they're still experiencing that. Mm-hmm. And so uh, thankfully, we have nine months in cash reserves and we were okay. And thankfully, we didn't necessarily dip into that um, prayerfully. And uh, it's because we put the budget in place Mm -hmm. because we put the um, uh, emergency fund or abundance fund in place. And because we put those other measures in place, paid off our credit card debt, debt snowball, so on and so forth, which are some of the other baby steps of um, Dave Ramsey. But we had that cash reserve and, you know, again, we were okay. However, 20 years of being a hundred percent commission based, it's definitely the, the creating the budget part, I would say, was the number one piece like, Ab- that was integral. Absolutely. That is acknowledging, that is acknowledging the, uh, acknowledging money. Yeah. I was going to say acknowledging the problem, but and I guess it is a problem if you haven't acknowledged using a budget or acknowledged sure. your money or whatever. I just didn't want to use that language, but at the same, at the end of the day, like when you have to acknowledge it in some way. Well, that's like what you were saying before about acknowledging the denial. Like once yeah. you come up and out of it and you're like, Oh, wait a minute, I need to take a look at this. Mm-hmm. We're $90,000 in credit card debt. Right. Oh, that's a problem. Yeah. Yeah, that is a problem. But again, mm-hmm. unless you identify and acknowledge it, you you can never establish a baseline. Mm-hmm. And so now that we have that, we establish the baseline. It's like, okay, cool. So let's create a budget from here and then it's onwards and upwards. Yep. So and, anywho. And we're not saying like, you know, Dave, we, we use Dave Ramsey's uh, system because it is, it, it, it works. It just works. Yeah. And it's principally driven. Yes. And, you know, it, it, if it works for you, great. And if there's another system that works for you, great. But, you know, the point is, is to get on some kind of system so that you can create the wealth um, that you want and, uh, you know, and just be able to live the life that you want to live, mm-hmm. you know, for yourself, for for the generations to come or however, however you want to do it. But just get on something. But with Dave Ramsey, it's straightforward. It's easy. Uh, free classes are offered like everywhere for it. So you mm-hmm. can really dig in on it. So, yeah. And, and it, your office may offer a class on yeah, it too. Yeah. Or, you know, there That's may true. be somebody who's Churches financial piece certified mm-hmm. and you could, you know, strike up a conversation with them and say, hey, I'll help you round up, you know, 30 people. Like, let's cultivate this amazing conversation and mastermind around money and have it at the office, you know, or have it on Zoom if, mm-hmm. if you're still doing Zoom. So, you know, anywho, there may be the resistance to doing it. 
yeah. to, to doing the budget. Uh, you know, again, it, we've seen it time and time again in, in the coaching and, um, and, you know, we see it in our clients, too, when they're trying to buy a house. Absolutely. It's like, oh, wait a minute, I got to scramble to find out what my expenses are or mm-hmm. where my income is or here's my bank statement. I think I'm an account over here or, you know, I mean, that's that's fascinating when you go into a listing appointment and they pull open the drawer and I'm like, oh, that's a whole drawer full of unopened bills. Right. That's a totally different conversation. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but, you know, here it, it is really appropriate, appropriate to slow down with our clients and to have that conversation around having irregular income. So, Mm -hmm. you know, and really, again, what if budgeting is actually the problem? Like the resistance to getting into budget Mm -hmm. or even backing up to that in tandem with that is what if I don't know how to create a budget? I mean, you know, it can be really, it can be really difficult. Mm -hmm. Like there just may not be anything. So we acknowledge, we acknowledge that you're in real estate. Yeah. And you're going to have a fluctuating income. Yes, you, you are. Know? I, I mean, mean, you are. It's going to be seasonal. You know, you're going to get these big lump sums of money that will carry you through several months of expenses. Yep. And we're uh, experiencing that now. I mean, our June and July are huge. Yeah. It's unbelievable it's crazy. right now. Yep. And, you know, so we're experiencing that as far as, you know, budgeting that out for the rest of the mm-hmm. year and even into next year. So creating a personal budget can be extremely difficult with the fluctuating income. And, yeah. and you know, conversely, you know, if you're running your business at a high level, having your, your business budget can be, uh, can be difficult as well. You know, marketing and advertising and stuff like that. So I, dig- I digress a little bit with that, but uh, I just want to mention that, that, you know, you, we have an opportunity to look at it twofold. Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. So the trick is that while your income fluctuates, you know, with some with some planning, yes, you, you know, your spending doesn't have to really fluctuate that much, right? And that's that's the key here is that even though the income is variable, mm-hmm. you can fix most of your spending, and so controlling the spending becomes the focus, right? And that's that's huge. So, um. What am I mean by that? And we're going to, so this is a two-part series. So we're going to do personal budget first, and then we're going to go into the business budget in the next episode, because otherwise, I mean, it's just a lot. And so we want you guys to be able to break down your personal budget first, and then to have your business budget. So personal expenses, what are they... the, those fixed personal expenses, expenses? And Bill and I call these our necessities. And so necessities are things that keep the house stable. Mm-hmm. So the foundation, the four walls, and the roof. So what are those things? Um, well, let's see. So we got rent and mortgage and utilities. Yep. Um, our phones, mm-hmm. for sure. I mean, we they, they double for business, right? Yeah. So phones are necessary. Car car payments, insurance. Mm-hmm. Uh, Groceries, that, yeah, that gotta, lovely gotta, food bill. Gotta eat, <laughs> yes. And, uh, and, you know, education or tuition or continuing education or whatever, whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know, that keeps you or your spouse or your, your family, your family members, your kids m- moving down the line as well. Right. So those are predominantly the fixed there. There may be, you know, you may have a couple more, but those, those are generally, um, yeah, our like, fixed expenses mm-hmm. for the, the personal. And then we have random, random, you know, gas and entertainment, you know, oh, which restaurants. And, and you got to include those restaurants you for sure. To. 
Uh, the credit to. cards can be fluctuating. They can also be fixed if you're committed to paying them off. That's mm-hmm. uh, that's a step with Dave Ramsey and snowballing your debt. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Subscription services can yeah. be they can be random or fixed, but, and always a great first thing to look at when you're doing a budget yeah. is, as as what is necessary and what's not. Yeah. So we're yep. ta- we're talking about um, Netflix or Amazon or any any of those. Yeah, Jim. You could have a car wash subscription. Mm-hmm. You could have, you know, we live serious. in when we serious. Yeah, we live in such a subscription based society now that um, what I, my experience with some of the coaching clients is they have so many uh, subscriptions that they don't even know what they're subscribed to, mm-hmm. and they have to actually go through and like line item all the subscriptions. They're like, oh wow, you know, I haven't uh, I haven't used you know, whatever subscription, <laughs> Blockbuster since 1985. Yeah, right? exactly. So. Exactly. Um, it's fascinating. Mm-hmm. There is, um, there is one, there is a little bit of a hack that we realized that there was a silver lining. So we got, we have been hacked. Our identity theft has mm-hmm. been, has happened to us a couple of times from using um, a debit card online. And so because we had all of our, most of our things were subscription based or like on automatic payments because we had the new credit card come because we had to cancel the old credit card right. and we had the new credit card come or debit card come. All of a sudden, we had all of these people saying, hey, you know, your payment wasn't received. Can you pay your payment? Right. And it was based on the identity theft that lo and behold, we found like all of these things, not all of them. I mean, there weren't a lot, but there were some that we were like, oh my gosh, I forgot about this. Mm-hmm. Like our, you know, and it, it, it was mostly, it was business expenses over personal expenses, but it was things like send out cards or it was um, like we had an extraneous QuickBooks subscription. I was like, oh my God, I'm canceling that. I'm canceling that. I'm canceling that. Right. So through... <laughs> So, so change your credit card. You may want to cancel your credit card every now and then and just, you know, get a new one. I know that may be a little bit of a pain in the ass, but it's a great way that we found out yeah. how we had some of the, some of those things that we didn't know about. This is, you know, a few years ago. Anywho, so variable expenses could be hygiene, you know, nails, hair, haircuts, mm. um, you know, again, uh-huh. obviously clothing and purchases, things like that. Yep. Um, Anything personal. Amazon's a big one. Starbucks is a big one. Mm-hmm. Anything uh, extracurricular. So how do you budget for random expenses? Man. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. <sighs> it's It can be tricky. This one was a, was a little bit of a, you know, it's a, it's a long game is what this one is because you got to figure out whatever those, those irregular expenses are, but you got to track it for a year. Yeah, you got to add them all up, right? Yeah, you, you got to track them for a year. You got to yeah. add them all up and then divide by 12. So yeah. if you have, you know, let's say you spend $100 every three months to get your hair done. Well, so you, now you have $400 over the course of the year. And then you divide that by 12. And then you put aside that amount of money over the course of those 12 months so that every three months, you know, you know that you've got the 100 bucks in the bank and you can just, you know, mm-hmm. pay for it. Yep. So. But what, what that again? What that means is you need to necess- you need to plan this out. This is an ongoing, mm-hmm. an ongoing exercise. So it definitely takes um, discipline, accountability, yeah. a it's, coach. It, it, and yet it, it's simple. For sure. You know, yeah, it, it, it may not be easy in the beginning, but yeah. it is simple. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely simple. So those are um, 
those are expenses. Was there anything else that you wanted to say about expenses? No, let's talk about budgeting strategies when you have a regular or seasonal fluctuating income. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, there's, there's two things. So again, the income is going to fluctuate based on season, based on location, based on price point, based on pandemic, Mm -hmm. all of those things. So if you, um, over the course of time and, if you have been in business for three years or more, this is essentially, this is the long game. So what are your, what is your income over the course of the last three years? So if you're in average, yeah. yeah, And then you take the average. So it's, um, if your income has been a hundred thousand dollars over the last three years, great. Then it's a hundred thousand dollars and that's your income. So you budget based on a hundred thousand dollar income so that you, because you know, for the last three years, you've averaged a hundred grand a year. So then, you know, that's the amount of income that comes in when you add that to your, to your, uh, to your financial plan, and then you can allocate for expenses and, and go from there. Mm-hmm. And how do you know that you can, uh, you can pretty much more count on that hundred thousand dollars because that's your financial thermostat. Yes, it is. And that is another episode that we have mm-hmm. earlier on. If yeah. You want to check that one out. Yeah. So again, if you want to increase your financial thermostat, Go listen to the episode. <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. So, cool. so then what? If you, well, this was another thing that we decided to do was make a budget for great times. Yes. So we're like flush money's rolling in. Like we made a budget for when we had, um, the 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 good times and then we made a budget for lean times yep. like you know when we really needed to you know not have restaurant expenses or not shop for clothes mm-hmm. or not shop for new shoes or not get you know my hair done or or, th- or things like that and just really be prepared for those leaner times mm-hmm. so by having the two income or the, excuse me the two budgets you can fluctuate or basically you can utilize both of those budgets and figure out where you're spending um, in the middle of that. So yeah, absolutely. It's, um, it's ideal to use both of those tools in tandem though. So if you have, you know, your, your income, your average income, and then you have those other two budgets, whether it's the lean budget or the, the, the flush budget, you can utilize the budgets to reduce your spending. That's the key. It's reducing the spending because you can always generate more money. It's it. The key is, is to reduce the spending. So just utilize those two in tandem. And, you know, again, increasing the, the income looks like prospecting more or a side hustle or um, just mm, profit you know, share. Profit or, share. Yeah. Right. Right. Yep. But it can definitely be done. Absolutely. Awesome. Okay. So we want to hear from you. We want to hear. Me? Well, no. I want to hear from oh, okay. from from our peeps. I was just from checking. our folks. Well, you can always share with me. <laughs> well, I w- what I want to share is that um, you know the thing about money and budgeting is it's because it tends to be an area of low maturity. Uh, and what we talk about here with our coaching is when there's low maturity, uh, there is a there is a need for a higher uh, higher accountability. Yeah. And absolutely. so. Um, Decide what you want to do and what you really are going to play for. You know, I, I, you know, a savings account, uh, an emergency fund, an abundance fund, a, uh, a new car, whatever it is, and lay out your budget and, and enroll somebody who you know does it better than you to hold you accountable to it. Mm-hmm. So, and, you know, 
eat a little bit of that humble pie because I'm sure there's some feelings coming up for you where it's like, you know, if I talk to so-and-so about, about me being accountable to a budget, they may feel a certain way about me now. You know, maybe if you feel like they're going to feel like you, you know, less, less about you or, you know, may, may change how they're looking at you, but it's, it's just not really true. It's mm-hmm. just, you know, they just happen to have uh, more cumin with, you know, with working with the budget. Mm-hmm. So go, go to those people because they're going to be happy to help you because they want you to succeed too, mm-hmm. you know? And then, so get on a budget. Dave Ramsey has one. Mint is another great one. And mm-hmm. we'll, we'll, we're going to put some, uh, some, some links in the, uh, we're going to put some links in the notes, I mm-hmm. believe. Yeah. Your bank probably has a budget. Yeah, you know, that's I mean, true. We, we currently bank with, um, BB and T now Truist. <laughs> right. And, uh, and they have a budgeting tool. Yep. I know, um, well, they're all most banks have budgeting tools incorporated, and so the the great thing is is that all of your transactions directly feed right into right. the spending, and then it's got all these beautiful graphs, and you can you know move the the graph around and allocate spending and and adjust things, and you can really do some cool things with all of their their different tools. Um, I know QuickBooks does mm-hmm. have uh, have budgeting tools and and um, you know all the report, reports associated with it. Um, Nerd Wallet definitely has budgeting tools. So there's there's definitely stuff out there for sure to um, to assist you in establishing the budget and just walk you through. And again, it's nothing more than filling in your income, filling in your expenses. And doing the math of what lets what is left over, and then your first step is whatever is left over, you fulfill your abundance fund, your emergency fund. You get to five hundred dollars as quick as you can, then you move to a thousand dollars as quick as you can, and then Tony Robbins talks about moving to two thousand dollars after right. that thousand dollars as quick as you can. So, and if you are watching the video version of this podcast, which I guess would be like more like a vlog, I guess <laughs> uh, we have a picture up here of uh, the Tony Robbins book. Mm-hmm. That uh, is pretty amazing for yeah. sure. It's his uh, it's his money book, Master the Game: Seven Simple Steps to Financial Freedom. And so. I'm going to say that that book is for somebody who maybe has um has already kind of dipped their toe in it and are looking to go to the next level. Uh huh. I would say. I mean, it's definitely an intermediate or advanced level book for yeah. sure. And then if you are working on just like dipping your toe in and working on that whole mindset thing around mm-hmm. it, then one book that made a huge impact on Nancy and I and a whole lot of our friends was uh, a Jen Sincero book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, she's the one that writes. She's great. She's a great author. Yeah, uh, she writes. So she's funny. written several different books, and one of the one of the ones that made an impact on Nancy and I was uh, "You Are a Badass at Making Money." Mm-hmm. Again, yeah. that's uh, by Jen Sincero, and we'll put links in the. Uh, mm-hmm. But it, it'll definitely help with mindset, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yeah, and so will Nancy and I. Yeah. So you can call us. Yes. You can email us. Money. <laughs> you can direct mail and direct it's direct so message funny. us. You can PM us. Mm-hmm. PM. I think it's personal message on Facebook. DM. Uh, DM. I've seen PM and DM. Okay. That kind of sounds like per, AOL. per DM. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> you so have money. <laughs> <laughs> you have money. Oh my gosh, that's great. Yes. Yeah, so, how do you manage your money? Do you have a budget? How do you adjust your spending for your irregular income? We are very curious. Yes. So leave a comment, reach yeah, out to us, let us know how we can comments. help. And uh, that's what we got for today. But this is only part one. Mm-hmm. So fasten your seatbelts, kids. Part two is coming yes. around the business budget. Yes. That'll be next. 
Awesome. So peace Take goes care. out. Love goes out. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Wow. What a show. Thank you so much for listening. And if you're inspired, we ask that you share the podcast with one person and subscribe and follow the show. I'm Bill Jameson. And I'm Nancy Jameson. And remember, it's a, it's great, a great life. life. Quick note about the Sex, Money, and Real Estate Podcast. We are not doctors or licensed therapists. We are a joyous, abundant, and mature couple passionately sharing our story of growth around sex, money, and real estate. Our thoughts, opinions, and beliefs are our own, so please consult your doctor, healthcare provider, or your broker regarding any questions or issues you have related to your physical or mental health or specific state laws regarding your real estate business.